Welcome to Dark Horse Matters, the show about people, their passions, and their pursuit toward happiness. I'm your host, Bev Mateyoshi, and my passion is talking to people about their dreams, what drives them, and finding the purpose in life and how important it is to, um, you know, have that. So that way you know what you're doing, you know where you're going, and that's the true recipe for finding fulfillment and happiness. So today uh, is an important day for me because this is my very first podcast interview that's not conducted on zoom which is uh exciting to me because this whole pandemic thing of last year it's just been so taxing on everyone just not having that connection with other people so it's really exciting to me that the very first interview is in a limousine and we'll get into how this uh <laughs> all, all this happened but i just want to introduce you to my guest today who's very very special um the interaction and how we became uh, friends and how this whole interview um, uh, got initiated and happening is just random and that's probably what I like about it the most but meeting him it it, it just really ignited um, something that interesting that I found about people and relationships and uh, the way we met was just so random and that is what I find inspiring the most about it. So I want to introduce you to Senior Franklin. He is um, from a different country and super inspiring to me, you know, just interacting with people and, and how to make friends in this world in this day and age, you know, with um, the, during the pandemic and with this digital era. It's just super different and I am so blessed that I got to experience it in the live in the flesh. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to Senior Franklin. Hello, Mr. Um, I just want to welcome you to the show and thank you so much for being here because, you know, like this past year has been so hard for people, yeah, you know, definitely. and I find it so cool that we met on social media, but yeah. you know, like how random is this? We're we have a first interview in a limo. Have no. you ever been in a limo before? No, I've never been in a limo before. <laughs> this is my first time actually being in a limo scene and having an interview. So. Me too. My first time in a limo. I don't even know how to act in this place, you know? It's, <laughs> we it's just like so had, fancy. Yes, I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to act. I have to act. <laughs> but anyways, um, so before we get into what you're passionate about, can, can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Where are you from? And um, what motivated you to come to America? Oh, okay, definitely I can do that. So, uh, my name is Senior Franklin Intifo. The Intifo is our family name, which I apparently got it from my dad. Um, I have a twin brother. He lives in New York. I live in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, so the only thing that differentiates our name is junior and senior. We all have the same name. So, yeah, uh, most of the times my friends who are close to me will call me Aragon. I love that name. I see myself more in that movie, that young man that had to take the evil out of the world and all that. Um, Aragon? Yeah, Aragon. Ah. And my twin brother also has a name called, instead of Junior, we call him Juve. So, like, <laughs> basically, even our parents don't call us by our name. My mom will always call you my love. My dad is always boy. So, our names don't really matter in our family. We just call each other that very names we were calling each other when we were young. Um, I'm 26. I, I'm turning 26 this year, July 15th. 
Uh, yeah, I'm still pursuing my uh, career, academic career uh, in engineering, aerospace and aeronautics engineering. So that is what I'm studying in Atlanta, Georgia here. And uh, yeah, basically okay. that's all that it is to me. I think it's so cool that you're a twin. I'm yeah. a twin too. Yeah. <laughs> Are you identical twins? No, we don't look anything like oh, Okay. Twins. We look like brothers until we say, oh, that's my twin brother. So why are you senior and he's junior? Like, I came out first during birth. So oh, okay. In our tradition, the one that comes out first is the elderly one, and the one comes later after mm. that is the younger one. In other traditions in the same country, um, the one that comes out later is the senior, and the one that comes out first is the junior because they believe the elderly one send the younger one to come and check if everything is okay in the world before he came as well. It's, it's That's a whole funny. Thing. That's yeah. funny. Um, my sister was 10 minutes older than me. I'm the youngest in my family. The youngest of five girls. How many siblings did you say you had? Seven. Seven? Oh my well, God. We have a set of twins. Uh, in our family, we have twins running in our family like that. So. I think uh, my mom has two sisters. One have two set of twins. The other have one set of twins. My mom have two set of twins. My auntie in Atlanta is also a twin. Wow. My, and uh, whom my dad is right after, uh, comes after. And my mom's mom is also after twins. So, yeah, it runs in our family. And I hope I'll give birth to twins. Yeah, you're going to give birth. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be present for that. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's so cool. And you know what? And it runs in my family too, but the only other twin I know of is my grandfather oh. on my mom's side. I heard that the genetic mm -hmm. gene is in your mother's side, but I don't know if that's just a theory or not. Well, what I saw on my mom's side, there is twins. <laughs> my dad's side, there are twins. So I'm yeah. hoping that she will Maybe you're going to get like quadruplets. I will be so grateful. <laughs> and one stop shop, right? One stop shop. That's cool. So um, you're studying aerospace engineering. Mm -hmm. What motivated you to, to major in that? Like, why is that interesting to you? For me, everything that motivates me has always been about people. That is my fundamental. Um, principle that I work with everything that I do everything that I say the person I'm trying to become the decisions that I make it's all about people the ones I love the ones I'm yet to love and the ones I couldn't love um, studying aerospace and aeronautics engineering for me is a great deal I have always loved to be an engineer fixing stuff is not a big problem for me um, so having the opportunity to learn aerospace and aeronautics engineering get looking at the field itself it gives me the opportunity to be able to build and one of the reasons i chose to study that uh, it's a difficult subject it's not easy to you know with the physics and all that but it gives me the opportunity to build more for people and for me if i'm not building for people then i'm not building anything for myself at mm -hmm. the end of the day so it's not me becoming and that's a software engineer or anything, but the world in itself, me being able to build something that will work for the greater good of humanity at the end of the day. And right. that is what really inspires me to study that. Humanity, that, that's the word I was looking for. Um, and we'll get more into that of mm -hmm. how we met. But like, I like what you're saying about creating something, yeah. building something. 
because you know like I just had an interview yesterday with um, one of the leaders in my company and he was talking about you want to be the person that creates the news not the one just receiving the news you know yeah. like and creating something building something that's news to share with other people you know exactly. and that's that's something that you know you're part of the discovery of this world yeah. you know opening up the the possibilities you know and to me that is so important and if you can be a part of that like that's living that's life yeah. you know what i mean yeah so that's so cool thank you for sharing <laughs> that so let, let's start talking about now how we met so um what was your like first impression of me like through linkedin because that we met through social media on linkedin yeah. Who knew that you could make friends off of LinkedIn? LinkedIn. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't even remember. Like, did I initiate being friends with you or did you? Yeah, you did the initiation. Okay. Because um, I was so inexperienced with LinkedIn. I, I'm more of a Facebook and a Instagram person. Mm -hmm. So when I joined the business, you know, everyone was saying, you should probably get on LinkedIn. You know, it's, it's just a nice network to meet yeah. people. And I personally, during the pandemic, I found it really hard to make new friends. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was reaching out to a lot of old friends who I haven't spoken to in many years through social media, Facebook and Instagram. But for me, being kind of new to this, you know, city, Atlanta, yeah. I mean, I, I've been here for a few years now, but it, it, it took a while to make friends. Like right now, like... The only friends I have here are through work mm -hmm. and I meet, you know, I, I'm a dental hygienist. That's my day job. And I, my patients, you know, like, <laughs> it's kind of weird. You can't be like, let's go kick it, you know, later tonight and after yeah. you clean someone's teeth. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of weird. It's hard to like make friends that way. I have, but um, I was always looking for another, you know, outlet of how mm -hmm. to interact with new people. So that's how I started LinkedIn. And, you know, I just started trying to connect with people. And what drew my attention to this man on LinkedIn was his tagline. His tagline said, we need each other to survive, yeah. quote, unquote, you know. <laughs> and I'm just like, what is this guy? And I'm like looking on your, your profile, uh -huh. you know, and you didn't have a whole lot under there. Nah. But you're a comment, you comment on a lot of people's pages and you're always super positive. So yeah. I was just like, I'm going to see what this guy is about. So that's <laughs> why I initiated the conversation with him. Yeah. So can you tell the audience what that's about? Like, what's, what's this we need each other to survive? Why did you choose that to be your tagline? Uh, like I said earlier, it's always and have always and will always be about people. <clears throat> and uh, we're leaving it in a century world where um, humanity is losing its value and I'll put it that way everybody that I talk to is I uh, talk to about life and stuff like that I do tell them I miss Africa a lot mm -hmm. because they asked me why I said in Africa humanity still exists in a sense that in Africa we don't sleep in a room while someone sleeps outside even though it happens all the time but I grew up in an environment where we don't sleep in our rooms and lock the door, watch another neighbor sit outside the whole night and sleep. Mm -hmm. You know, every African will tell you that we care more about the people than than the whole 
whole thing about societal standard and money and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think Africans are really poor continent. Africans are poor in the continent. It's poor, but it's one of the richest continents in the world. To be honest, Africa provides 70% of the world's population economic background. So that should tell you it's not about the poverty in Africa that makes it look that way. Mm-hmm. It's because we care about things that really matter to us than the resources that people think we should fight over. Having said that, that is a whole thing we don't, I don't want to go into. But we need each other to survive. It's, it's a thing I've seen growing up as a young boy. My mom, my mom fed us and fed outsiders. He bought us clothes and bought some for outsiders. I don't want to brag about her, but if there has been any case my mom raised, it wasn't only about five or three children of her own. She has raised more than about possibly 100 kids who were not her biological kids. No, she knew them from nowhere. Her kids just brought, brought them to the house and she fed them. I remember there were times where we would come from school and we would come for our lunch and there is no food in the house. And we asked our mom like, where is our food? So, oh, I gave it to those boys. Hold on, let me cook for you. That doesn't sound right, but that is exactly what humanity is. It's not about starving us. Mm-hmm. It's about letting those who need it first get it, and you get it later. So, um, for me, it's always about being humans. We need each other to survive, irrespective of the societal standards and our societal class whole thing we've created. The president will need a doctor to save him hospital the, t- the student will need a teacher to teach him or her and so is the banker we need the poor person to put your money in the bank yes yes yeah, wow definitely. you know I'm like tripping out because you're so young you're only 26 years old and oh, I'm only 26 years old <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean I mean you're speaking like someone with so much wisdom and you know what I congratulate you your mom she has a lot to do with that you know yeah. and I mean, I, I'm a huge believer in that. Like, and I think that's so beautiful, the whole mm-hmm. we need each other to survive. Um, in this country, I don't know, we're just so conditioned our whole lives. Yeah. It's, I mean, I think narcissism is kind of rampant these days, you mm-hmm. know? It's sad. Yeah. And I want to be part of those people that, you know, fights against that. Like, you want to you wanna be able to make it it's not about yourself all the time. Yeah. You want to think about how can I be of value to others? How can I help other people? Yeah. And that's how you find true fulfillment and passion and, and happiness in life. It's not only about yourself, how happy you can be, yeah. you know, how others can make you happy. You know, like it, that's like the misconception that people are having. And I feel like it's so rampant these days and yeah. i don't know if it's because of social media too social media is such a beautiful and exciting thing in yeah. this era but at the same time it can be very dangerous at this you know for that too because yeah. there's so much information out there it's just right at your fingertips mm-hmm. all the time even in the bed you're like this you know yeah. and i'm guilty of that too We <laughs> <laughs> hours of the morning still looking at it yeah. but um it it's important to really look outside yourself and there's something bigger out there bigger than all of us and it's so important to focus on that and your mom is a beautiful person for teaching that and instilling that in in you guys yeah you know very very cool so like so um 
now I want to talk about like um, our first phone conversation mm -hmm. that which you know we were like texting on LinkedIn you yeah. know a few times and um, finally we're like you know what let's just talk on the phone and exactly. I, I, I think I was like taking a walk in my parking lot you know mm -hmm. I was just going for a walk and we we're talking and I just love the interaction because most of the other people I meet on LinkedIn, mm -hmm. it's just like, you know, yes, we'll yes. say, hi, how are you? And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, come to my meeting or something yeah. like that, you know? No, I've <laughs> it's just like one after another, you know, pitching me, you know, what they're trying to sell or whatever is, but, which is good, you know, like that's, that's how you find people who want to work with you. Yeah. But I thought it was, that's what intrigued me about you is because it was just like, let's just talk and get to know each other, you mm -hmm. know? And, um, you told me this story about yeah. uh you shared this story with me about this old lady yeah. and this young girl yeah. who accidentally became friends because friends. <laughs> of a of a like a, a wrong down yeah number. a wrong number <laughs> yeah. and then all of a sudden these people became so important to each other yeah. in in life you know like and i just thought that was such a beautiful story mm -hmm. and so do, can you think of any other relationships that you have encountered in life that started randomly like that like yeah um me and my friend i call her my homegirl uh her name is ray and i call her ray mysterious I, I always tell her she's mysterious um she she's an amazing instrumentalist and a singer i met her when i went to columbus georgia i went there last semester for school um and I was just sitting under the tree. Now, Columbus, Georgia is far away south. And when the, I, I told them, I said, when I first entered the city, I was so scared because I wasn't seeing anybody black. <laughs> Quote unquote, cause for me, I'm not black. This is not color black, you know? So I really don't, when people ask me I'm black, I'm like, no, I'm an African. Cause I don't want you to tag me with the whole black thing and white call. Mm -hmm. If you say you're white and we bring this shirt, this is why you are yeah. different. So I'm more <laughs> complicated when it comes to that. And then I wasn't seeing anybody of my skin color. I was like, this is a white man's town and it's solving, you know. We all know the history. And then I saw a few black people walking on the street and I was like, oh, now I feel safe. <laughs> <laughs> now I feel safe because I don't feel alone. And so that, that was... um. That was my first impression of the place. Um, so I was sitting under the tree near my uh, hostel, uh, campus apartment. And then I love music a lot. I love music and I've always tried to learn instrumental uh, instruments and stuff like that, but I haven't had anybody to teach me for it. I play drums, but I, I learn on my own. I don't go on YouTube or anything, I just sit down I'm also an artist, so my mind works that way. I just put things together and then create something that I like in that. And so I was sitting there and I saw her walking, walking on the side of the street with a, um, a guitar on her back. But that was her cello. And so I run towards her and she was so scared. She's <laughs> like, oh, I said, I'm sorry. My name is this person and I'm from here. What about you? She said, oh, I'm also from Alana. Guess what? She's from Douglasville right here. Just right behind my house. Oh my god! And I was like, "Wait, are you kidding me right now?" <laughs> and she said, "No." So I was like, "You want to help teach me guitar?" And she's like, "Yeah, sure." And that's it. And since then, Ray and I have been so close. 
I called to check on her. She calls to check on me even when I'm away. She like, what you doing? She recently called me and I was like, what's up? She said, I was out. I was calling to see if you're out too. I was like, nah, you know I'm always in my room. So that, that in itself, just running to a stranger, randomly person on the street and asking them for help. And mm-hmm. now has developed into, I think, Ray and I are getting to a place where we could be best friends mm-hmm. if we keep respecting each other the way we do and keeping each other secret and, you know, being there for each other. We could be very good friends for a very long time, probably a lifetime friendship. That's a beautiful story. Yeah. And I didn't know you were a musician. Oh, I don't, I don't sing. I just love to play the instrument for, I just create this safe place for myself, mm-hmm. my mental health my personality developing myself calmness peace right trying to seek you know inner personality of myself and all that so i do things to put myself in a place create a safe environment for myself mm-hmm. because in so doing when i meet people who don't feel safe i can bring them in they can feel safe in there because mm-hmm. it was safe there for me so it's not only the instrument i learned to play and stuff um, i do art I write, I write music, I write rap, I love rap a lot, I write rap, I write diaries, poems, books, I recently helped a friend to finish a book and stuff like that. So, oh, okay. I'm I'm learning so much about you right now, I love <laughs> this, and I'm an artist too, you know, and I'm a songwriter too, I play guitar too, I don't play the drums, but I play the tambourine, I have my tambourine, <laughs> this is so cool, I, you know, I, and I believe that music is definitely a positive outlet. Very. When you're stressed and, you know, you, that's a nice positive way to let out that angst, you know, all the angst and anger mm-hmm. and even happiness or sadness, you know, like yeah. you can express your emotions that way and it's a healthy way. It's not like, you know, a way that's going to hurt other people. If anything, it's going to help people because yeah. they can relate to you in that way. And music exactly. is a way that you can impact a lot of people mm-hmm. you know yeah if you get your music out there it can impact a lot of people you know Definitely. in a really short period of time so Definitely. very powerful very yeah. powerful yeah. i'm so happy that i'm learning all this stuff about you Me too. so um when you you know when it, when you fo- uh first moved here mm-hmm. like how long we how long have you been here already uh, six years now six years okay yeah. almost the same time as me I, i've been <laughs> here for about seven seven years so i don't know like do you feel like you're gonna after you graduate and mm-hmm. you um you know you finish with your education do you feel like you're gonna go back to africa or are you gonna stay here and and seek the american dream you know like what's what's your plans you know we said there is no place better than home <laughs> Definitely, I love, I love, and I will. I know I will. This is not my land. First of all, I have created a home here, but it's not. It's not my land. I can never call. I can call this place home for the one I have created here. But if I ever want to be home, I will have to go back to Africa, Ghana, precisely, of course. Yeah, I have plans to go back to Ghana. I mean, my twin brother goes there often to visit my mom. I haven't since I came here, mm-hmm. but I have plans to go back, not after school. Yeah. After I've lived a life that I came here for, which I didn't plan to, but since I'm here, I have to create a life. Mm-hmm. If I'm done with my work on the American soil, definitely I'd like to go back home and then give myself a good rest and yeah. get very proud. <laughs> Do you have any... Um 
big dreams about what to accomplish before you go home? Like, yeah. what do you want from here? What do you want to take from America? This opportunity in this land of opportunity, you know, like, what do you see yourself achieving before you go home? Uh, a lot, a lot. Uh, first of all, being the engineer, I've always also loved to work with NASA. I've, I have always wondered what is out there. To be honest, I know God is out there. I believe in God strongly. I'm a Christian, by the way. Uh, so I've always wanted to go out there and see what is out there. But aside working with NASA, which is something I'm, I crave for, I wanna, I wanna see the purpose I have in America. Cause I know in Africa I also have another purpose. If there are things that I really want to have, I want to have my own reality TV show. It's not about, you know, I want to have my TV show like Steve Harvey. I want to be an author. I want to be um, a father, mm -hmm. a husband, a grandfather. I want to I want to have my own school. I want to have a hospital. I want to have a rehab center. I want to work in the prisons. Wow. I want to feed the shelter. I, I, I want to do a lot of yes, things. Yes, you have a, a lot, lot of dreams. A lot of things, but there are mostly like the ones I prioritize is um, having uh, my TV show to communicate with people a lot of things that we should and should not as humans. I mostly want to refer to us as not people, as humans, because the more we think of ourselves as people, we don't want to see ourselves as human and someone say oh, but they are all the same definitely humans and people are all the same but there is more for me there is more intuition to the statement human than people you know what i mean you know i never thought about it that way i think very weirdly i'm a very weird guy <laughs> that's that's a very um profound thing to say like just kind of tell a little bit more about that the difference between people and humans like if you if you can go a little bit deeper into that like um for humans i'm trying to think like you're speaking more like the the nature of exactly the of humanity. our species exactly right? um and people i i what are you talking about like our behaviors like what we choose to do what we choose to believe in it all plays back to humanity, but uh, for me, it's very interesting how you ask this question. Cause last month or two, I was at work and I said, you know, Bob Molly once said, uh, uh, we, I think, was it Lucky Duo? He said, uh, different colors, one people, different colors, but one people. And I was like, that is very interesting how you say different colors, but one people. And I was thinking about it, I was like, you know, we, we always say we are all the same, mm -hmm. but we all act differently. We can all live together as humans, but we can all act outside or act the way we want as people. So like you said, our behavior and stuff. When it comes to me referring to the term humanity, I'm talking about the fundamental core of human. As human, humanity, I don't want to, as the human entire race, we only have one race, the human race. As the human entire race, we have fundamentals that we live with. Mm -hmm. As people, we are bound by choices. But as humans, we are bound by the fundamentals, which means you have the fundamentals, whichever you build on it doesn't concern anybody. However, whatever you build in should not be in disappreciating the other person. And so we are all people living on earth. Mm 
but only few are living as humans because they built based on the fundamentals they have as humans, not as the way they feel. And because feelings can change every minute. That is why a man can pull again and shoot another, feel mm-hmm. sorry, and five years later they feel happy living their life. They mm-hmm. lost their remorse or something. So for me, I always want to talk back into fundamentals. Like when we get that right, we will learn how to live as people and together as humans. Right. That is so profound. I'm, are you really 26 years old? You must be a vampire or something. Like, you must be like, you know, hundreds of years old. <laughs> so much wisdom. I love it. No, that is a really, really great conversation. And I hope that this video, you know, I hope that it, it continues. The conversation continues with more and more people who watch this. Yeah. Because it's important. It's an important way to think about it i never thought about it that way mm-hmm. but i'm glad that you're telling me about it because yeah. i will probably have more discussions about this with my friends <laughs> <laughs> very cool well um i before we end this interview okay. um i just want to talk about you know your journey as a person mm-hmm. trying to you know sp- i think that you should spread this little you know idea that you have about humans and people yeah. like but it's directly associated with relationships, you yeah. know, the relationships that you build with people. Mm-hmm. So what do you see, like, um, with this whole friendships mm-hmm. that you're farming, you know, like, basically, you know, meeting people randomly, the beautiful yeah. friendships, the bridges that you build with others. Like, what do you think, um, how, how's that going to benefit you over the long haul, you know, in, mm-hmm. in business and in life? You said something about friendship and the bridges I have built. Um, The people that I talk to about friendship, everybody that I have met, I always let them know that one of the things I hold highly esteem with my self-integrity is friendship. Miles Monroe says something, he said friendship is the highest form of relationship. Marriage is the highest form of all relationships. And for me, I take friendship, uh, friendship, sorry, extremely vulnerable to me um, and I say this I tell people that this is how I look at friendship friendship is the bridge to the soul you know friendship is the bridge to the soul meaning the bridge is made of honesty loyalty commitment trustworthiness truthfulness time energy resources once you you break a person's trust you burn the bridge down now this two things happen the person is stuck in their soul and you are stuck on the other side. When the person sits over there with nobody coming in or going, they feel alone. And people can grow cold when they're alone. Mm-hmm. Very cold, especially when they grew alone in that space of emptiness with the pain they dealt with themselves alone in there, they can grow cold. And another person who comes into this other person's life how to deal with all that trauma you put there. That is why people go through relationship and a guy does something, a lady does something, they go like, uh-oh, I'm not tolerating this. I've seen this before. And then they lash on the other person. Mm-hmm. It's not their fault. They have been in there dealing with that because another person didn't see the relevance of the bridge of trustworthy honesty in there and they burn it and walked away. Mm-hmm. So I come along and then I have to build a bridge over and over and over. And so for me, friendship is very extremely for me. Like I take it very serious. If you're my friend, it is an opportunity, first of all, for me to be in your life. Secondly, I have a work to do in your life. 
and thirdly I have a purpose and so these three things I have to be careful the way I speak to you the way I do things with you and the things that I even say to you or say about you to others so for me friendship is very important to me it's very a huge part of my life everybody that I've met me will tell you man he takes his friends very seriously mm-hmm. I'll pop out for my friend I will and it will surprise my friend like oh I didn't know you would do that for me I'm like yeah I got you you're my friend so for me I just want people to understand and see that friendship is extremely valuable it's like vulnerability Yes. That is how I see friendship. Is friendship is like vulnerability to me. I hold it so esteem. And that is how I want people to see things. And that is one of the fundamentals of humanity. Mm-hmm. People just treat friendship anyhow. Yeah. But few humans can understand the core value of what friendship means. Mm-hmm. And for me, having friends, you could have a friend. This friendship gave me the opportunity to be in a limousine, to be honest. I haven't been in one before. It gave me the opportunity to meet you. Such a beautiful young lady, I should say, like, that way. And other people, including the person that this limousine belongs to, who knows what tomorrow holds. Mm-hmm. Yes. Friendship right here. Right. Friendship right here. Friendship! Yay! <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm so grateful. Like, I... It's rare that I meet people, I mean, that have this value, you know, who really sees the value in people, you know, and uh, it's so important. And a lot of people just take it for granted and it's sad, you know, Um, but I I really, really appreciate, you know, everything that you shared with everyone today. So, so valuable. And I just want to thank you so much for coming on the show. And, um, you know, I'll probably have you on the show again at some point, you know, because you're so young. Who knows <laughs> what you're going to go through from now until the next time, you know, yeah. and who you're going to meet. So that's going to be very exciting. And yeah, we will definitely keep in touch. And um, we'll remember that. We'll always remember this moment. Yeah, I'm in the limousine. <laughs> I know, we're in the limo party. But, I mean, you know, I just love how random this is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's random, but it has such powerful purpose. Yeah. You know what I mean? Spontaneously things. Yes. They, they yes. work really good. So thank you so much again for, you know, being on the show and sharing your story with the audience. You know, people need to hear this stuff. It's important. And, you know, thank you. Thank you for um, joining us on Dark Horse Matters Mm -hmm. yet again, another week. And, you know, if you really enjoyed this episode, don't forget to like and subscribe and share it with your friends because this is a message that's super important that needs to be spread around. Spread the love, people. It's important. So, you know, with that being said, just thank you again. And you guys have been very, very um, just supportive of, you know, this show. And it's it's been very encouraging and it just pumps me up and it just makes me super inspired to just meet more people and hear more stories. And hopefully you can be inspired as well. Yeah. So until next time, until next week, be passionate. <laughs>